Hello everyone and welcome to my podcast. My name is Alisha and I am all the way from South Africa. If this is your first time at my channel, welcome. I hope you enjoy the episode and if you have listened to me previously, welcome back. Thank you for tuning in. So, I know it took a really long time for me to record another episode and just know I want to. I just don't always have time. I work a seven hour job and then I work extra. Yeah, like I have a bunch of extra English lessons after work and um, I sometimes only get home at nine o'clock after leaving my home at like what, 8 16 in the morning. I don't even know anymore. I am most days a walking zombie by the time I get home. So, yay. Today's episode is quite special because I have to delve into the history of South Africa a bit. Um, I said I wanted to do a haunted building and the building I chose... Sorry if you hear like a weird like sound it's my cat licking herself and you know like cat tongues are like sandpaper and there's a dog i don't know people walking down the stairs i don't know if you can hear it but anyway welcome to the zoo that is my apartment building um so back to the podcast now the building i'm going to talk about was built a very long time ago. It is the oldest existing building in South Africa and it's the castle the castle of Good Hope. Um, an Afrikaans the Castile van Goeie Web um, of De Goeie De Web. So like it's old Dutch and it was built around 1652 and that was when the Dutch settlers came to South Africa but they did not settle back then it was um, kind of like a stopover port um, that the, that they used for trading you know uh, but I'll get more into that when delving into the history and then the actual castle so buckle up and I hope you enjoy the episode Okay, so I'm sure you all have heard of Cape Town. I hope so. It's a beautiful city. But that city has a pretty dark history. Now, Cape Town was founded by the Dutch India... Oh, wait. The Dutch East India Company. Sorry, it's a mouthful. Um, Now, if you listened to my previous episode, it also spoke of the Dutch East... East India Company. Well, that's why I did the coast ship episode, but I did not want to tell you that this was also going to be about the area. Now, the Dutch East India Company came to South Africa and established like an outpost in 1652. And then, (laughs) here's where the fun starts, okay? So this outpost was intended to supply the ships of the 
Dutch East India Company, the, the like I'm going to say in Afrikaans, um, Verenigde Oost in Deutsche Company, uh, maatskapie. sorry, like that was, it's in, it's in Dutch and I'm saying it in Afrikaans and I speak Afrikaans and English and yeah, Dutch is not my language, but anyway, um, so it was intended to supply the ships of that company that went towards Asia with fresh fruits and vegetables, meat, etc. so that um, the sailors could recuperate and not so many would die, you know, on the sea due to malnutrition. So (laughs) they chose that area because of the fresh water that was available. So it's a, it's a pretty great location. And so due to the location and the development in the Netherlands, that town actually started developing in Table Bay or Cape Bay or whatever you want to call it. Um, Table Bay. Um, but there is a, a specific person that I'm going to talk about now. I'm, I mean, that's, that's enough of of that, of like that type of history, but, um, sorry, but again, (laughs) Jan van Riebeek was a man that had a five-year contract with the East India Company, anyway, so he was told to build the outpost, but he was also told to build a fort of defense, because there was native people already in Africa, South Africa, you know, so um, they were the Khoi Khoi and um, other European competitors like the Portuguese and Mozambique and I don't know who else, I like I'm not going to through the whole list, but I know the Portuguese were there and the British might have, yeah, like, um, I can't remember when they came to Zimbabwe and Botswana, but anyway, the British were on their way or uh, already there. So, a lot of competition. Oh, and, and the French as well. I mean, all the colonizers of the world were on their way to Africa. Well, anyway, the castle I'm going to talk about was built for defense. Now, there was some conflict quite a bit of a conflict between the Khoi Khoi um, who kind of traveled with their cattle into the area of like every now and then um, and due to and the East India um, company gave uh, some of the men um, citizens the right to own land and build farms to help grow food supply and by 1655 some employees were growing their own vegetables on plots near the wooden fort that they've erected so um, despite all the farming efforts they still remained largely on food from Amsterdam but due to 
all the plots and the growing of crops and everything, they started having some conflicts with the Khoi Khoi, um, who usually migrated to the area with their cattle um, because they have lost grazing pastures for the cattle um, as the settlers were occupying the lands and um, and sometimes according to some of the, the things I've read that some of the cattle actually were seized because they were destroying crops and something like that but they, the tension got worse and worse from 1654 to 1659 and then there was open conflict um, and the first Khoi Dutch war from 1659 to 1660 so I mean it's a, it's a, it's a rough history now this castle was built actually built in 1666 before it was just a wooden structure but it was built in 1666 to 1679 and um, it was mostly built by slaves soldiers and sailors now it is the oldest existing building as i've said and it was originally from clay and wood and i mean it was for protection against the local people. <laughs> so you can just imagine the history of this building. But this building was also erected because they had a fear for the British and the French that were also interested in um, the Indian Ocean because it was a it was a trading. It was a trading ocean from Asia and um, to Africa and you had to like pass past it or go through it or I don't know English you know um, to get to the Americas and so depends on how you went but I mean that was one way guys history is not my forte I'm sorry there are better history buffs like my father I just read it I try and make sense of it and I try and keep it as short as possible now the castle was built in a pentagon a pentagon like shape so five points the tower had a bow I mean the castle had a bell tower with a bell um, it had a church a bakery living quarter shops cells and a dungeon Ooh, dungeon yeah so I skipped a lot of the history you can read up about South Africa on your own like seriously um, but the castle of good hope was used as a prison during the second Boer which means farmer, war um, that happened, that occurred um, from 1899 to 1902. Okay. And it also had a torture chamber, which was called the Dark Hole, the Donkerhat, and it was a windowless dungeon. 
and Cape Town gets rain in the winter. Now, that's a problem because this dark hole sometimes flooded in the winter time. So it would drown its prisoners. Um, but also imagine how cold it would get. Okay, South Africa gets cold, guys. Don't have a misconception. But let's jump into the haunted part, my favorite part of the story. Now, people have reported that they hear disembodied voices whispering, talking to them. I would love to do some ghost hunting there. Like, I would love it. I am so intrigued with ghost hunting that I am constantly watching videos on YouTube, like, especially Sam and Colby. I love their videos. But, um, I, oh, and Selena Spooky Boo. I'm like a shout out. They don't even know I exist. But anyway, I love the videos. I want to get an EMF reader and I want to get a music box. And I want to go ghost hunt, like hunting. Can you even hunt ghosts anyway? So, here disembodied voices and footsteps, um, especially in the dark hole. And um, in the very narrow corridors of the building. And sometimes the bell in the bell tower rings all on its own. Oh, it gives me shivers. I'm so excited. Lovely. So, I mean, it's actually impossible for the bell to ring because it was bricked up centuries ago. So, no access you know so no one can ring it but why is it ringing um <laughs> i'm really excited and there is a legend and it says that a soldier hung himself by the bell rope Ooh, lovely and they think it's maybe his ghost that is ringing the bell <sighs> so another haunting they say that on the castle grounds you can see sometimes see a vicious black dog. Now, I don't know if you know what black dogs mean if you see a black dog. But <laughs> it's mostly like warning that it's a hellhound. Um if you see a black dog it's possibly coming to get you um especially the way that they explain it like a sinister or vicious black dog skulking around lurking on the castle grounds and it's said that this black dog lunges at people and then disappears oh man people have also said that there is a shadow man a tall, luminous man leaping off the castle walls. So it looks like a man. I don't think it actually is a man. They call him Shadow Man. And then he disappears right before he hits the ground. Ooh. Um, yes, and a man and a woman are frequently heard arguing near 
a guard's room, so I don't know what went on, but it's juicy. I mean, not what their conversation is, just like the hauntings. That's juicy. But people have gone to check out the conversation and then they would see a shapeless figure. I love it. I love it. Literally. Like, let's go tomorrow. Some guards have been reporting that they are avoiding going through the castle archways um, because they fear the restless souls that roam them and they say there is another person that haunts the building and it's Lady Anne Barnard or whatever how you want to say it, Barnard. Um, and she lived there in the castle in the late 18th century and she actually painted a beautiful painting of what she saw um, of, of Cape Town from the castle and this painting took her three years to finish so it's, it's pretty crazy they actually named a room after her and it's a ballroom so yeah she was pretty important she was the first lady um, and was responsible to entertain guests important guests um, that visited the castle and she is still doing that today yes so vips go check her out the hauntings are not finished so don't get too sad um there's another ghost that people see and it's that of the governor peter geisbert van noot Ah, these names and surnames man and i mean i'm afrikaans but that's that's not really an afrikaans surname um so he was a very strict um, military man and he sentenced seven men seven men to their death on april the 23rd of april 1728 so he was definitely for to use better words um not a very nice guy because he refused to grant the prisoners their last wish right before hanging them so i don't know if it's one prisoner or all of them but the one prisoner um, actually cursed Fanuet, and it said that later that same day he was found Fanuet, not the, the I mean the other one the prisoner is dead because he was hanged but um, Fanuet was found dead in his office um, and that he died of a heart attack but he was perfectly fine that whole day so it was quite suspicious so they <laughs> uh, 
Like, yeah. Maybe, maybe it's true. Maybe it was a curse. Uh, or it was just that he was such a sinister man that karma got him. But workers and visitors have said that they feel his bitter presence and that they hear him cursing and swearing inside the castle walls. I wonder in which language he swears. That was actually one of my thoughts. Okay, I'm in Poland and there are a lot of, many places you choose to choose from to um, go, you know, hunt ghosts. But I can only speak English to them. Will that stop me from getting any contact? Can ghosts understand English even though they died before English was introduced into this country? Hmm, I don't know. I'm quite curious if they can understand what I'm saying if I ever, when, if or whenever I go to find ghosts. Well, you can still go to this castle today because in 1936 this fort was declared a historical monument and it is actually an example of the best preserved building of the Dutch India and Dutch East India Company or Dutch, Dutch East India Company Fortress. Oh, can't I have an acronym for all of those words? Like seriously, my brain will burst. Now some of the other now some of the other websites have said that they have heard or have been told about blood curdling streams and it is because they believe that people were tortured there I honestly believe so myself I mean like look at the history of any place where there was colonization and I mean um, <laughs> people back in the day were not necessarily the nicest people not that people are now but I think we have more laws protecting people now so um, some people have said that they found inexplainable sounds at the castle and it was accompanied by a floating human shape without any legs um, and that could be the ghost that of the soldier that um, hung himself in the bell tower and they also reported a ghost of a sad-faced woman and she um, wears a, a long grey cloak and she walks through the castle at night and then there is a ghost oh, I mean we know about her that loves to party boom 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 and um, yeah she's in the ballroom clothed in a ball gown of that era Ooh. so the guards and the staff have a lot of stories for you to um, delve into but one person Hilton Friedrichs who had done guard duty um, had a 2am to 4am shift 
and strange and bizarre things occur usually in those two hours. So he said one night, um, a guard, another guard, heard someone screaming for help and they heard people screaming and voices coming from the dungeon and the torture chamber and then when people went to go investigate there was no one but they felt someone and their bodies became cold their hair stood up right like i mean goosebumps you know and i yes they say that in the dark hole there is this powerful force that feels like they want to suck them in I'm sure there's a demonic entity down there I won't be surprised I would love to spend a night there honestly can you just imagine <laughs> I don't know if they even allow people to sleep over there so Ashley Franz was a tour guide or is a tour guide no I doubt it but I mean it's possible uh, he did his first ghost shift in the 1990s maybe he loves the place so much or he just like got out of there <laughs> after this experience but um, it was pitch black and he was walking through the archway near the dark hole dungeon and a strange feeling came over him and then he saw someone waving at him and he said quote unquote I knew there were only two of us on duty and the other guard was on the other side of the castle I couldn't get out of there fast enough I tore a piece of my pants and scraped my shin when I ran past the barbed wire near the gate now a barg barg sorry worked as a caretaker at the castle for more than a decade and he shared his experiences but when he explained this he had fear on his face and he said that one night there was a function at the castle and due to no transport to, um, being able to take him home he had to sleep over quote unquote during the night I felt this heaviness on my chest and my body felt as if it was tied up. I couldn't move. Eventually, I strung struggled free, kicking and screaming, and ran out of the room. I stayed awake until sunrise. Yeah. Now, Karl Kopersky um, is the education officer of the castle and he often works late at night so he said quote unquote there is definitely a presence sometimes it's an uncomfortable feeling but you are definitely not alone you are always being watched and with that i hope you enjoyed my podcast thank you so much for listening if you haven't subscribed Please do. I like seeing how many followers I have. Please check out my cross 
promotion of the other site um, with the activity continues they also talk about the spookies and the scaries um, and their show is completely different they're American I'm not I'm from South Africa if you did not listen and that's why I only stick to Poland and South Africa but with that I'm saying have a good evening and Please stay safe out there. Don't do anything stupid. I don't want to read about you in a newspaper article. Um, And see you guys soon. Stay tuned for more episodes when I've got time. Seriously, when I've got time. Okay, I appreciate you all. Bye.